Welcome to Parents' Rights Now, a production of Parents' Rights in Education, hosted by Suzanne Gallagher. We are committed to valuing students, empowering parents, and supporting communities to secure great educations for public school children in America. PRE welcomes all students, families, and community members who care about scholastic success for K-12 public school students. Visit our website, parentsrightsined.org, and like us on Facebook. Our chapters include Alaska, Arizona, Colorado, Idaho, Illinois, Maine, Montana, New York, Ohio, Oregon, Texas, Virginia, Washington State, Wisconsin, and something new, Australia. Join us by filling out the form on our website titled, Join Us. You will find information regarding issues and information about local and state chapters. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's great to be back with you today. It is August 2nd, and we are gearing up for our Safe Schools Summit, our National Safe Schools Summit, on August 6th. So if you haven't registered, we have until tomorrow. That is Wednesday at noon. And um, hopefully you're going to make that decision. Um, Somebody recently said, oh, I've got a, you know, I've got a shower to go to. I can't come. And I thought to myself, this is happening only once a year. If there's any way you can change your plans to be here, I guarantee you you will not be sorry. All righty. <laughs> Moving on. So in, in preparation for this fantastic event, we decided to put together a, um, a simple video for our attendees telling them the history of parents' rights in education. We were established in 2011. So we've been around for 11 years um, as, as an organization, established as an organization. And, you know, since then, a lot has taken place. A lot has happened. And I just did an interview with a woman with the Sun, New York Sun newspaper. She was a pr- reporter. And I explained to her that, yes, our organization was established in 2011, but I've been in this fight since 1990 when our children were in public school. And at that time, the issue was AIDS. AIDS. And they taught K through 12. Don't get AIDS. So they were teaching our kids, our little kindergartners, wash your hands so you don't get AIDS. Guys, you probably, in, in, in many cases, if you have children in school now, you weren't even alive at that time. Actually, this reporter wasn't, she wasn't, she was born in 1997. So she wasn't even alive during the AIDS crisis, the so-called AIDS crisis. It was a homosexual virus. It was passed through sexual contact, anal sex. That's how people got it. And they were teaching this to kindergartners in Oregon schools. Really? Don't get AIDS. Wash your hands. Well, we have that. 
now in our public schools, K through 12. It's called CSE or Comprehensive Sexuality Education. And uh, the last podcast I did, as you know, uh, was pertaining to uh, what, what they're teaching our students today. I hope you listen to that. And please, 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 I can't show you images in a podcast like this. But listen to that last podcast and go to the website and take a look at the imagery that they are showing our precious children. It would be as if you took a mirror, put it between your legs, and made a snapshot. Or, or your, your iPhone. You could do that. Anyway, crazy. Very, very extreme, controversial, sensitive. So back to the history of parents' rights in education. So, so what was going on, though, before 2011? I shared a little bit with you about 1990, but in 2005, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, which is in the western states of the United States, they found in um, Fields versus Palmdale School District that the Meyer-Pierce right of parents to direct the upbringing of their children does not exist beyond the threshold of the school door. That lawsuit was brought against the Palmdale School District because parents were concerned about what their children were being taught in relation to sexuality education. The court went on to state, we conclude that the parents are possessed of no constitutional right to prevent the public schools from providing information on the subject of sexuality to their students in any form or manner they select. That was bad news. Bad news for you and me if you live in the Western states who are within the Ninth Circuit. Number one, that goes directly against our, our rights as parents. So that's California, Washington, Oregon, Alaska, Idaho, Montana, Nevada, Hawaii, and Arizona. Bad news. Okay. In 2011, a teacher, Lori Porter, formed a parents' rights advocacy organization. And at that time, I, Suzanne Gallagher, an interior designer and former education advocate, attended an organizational meeting and recommended that they name their organization Parents' Rights in Education. Now, I knew that was the right name for the organization because I had run for public office. I had been advocating for education reform a couple decades prior to that time. And I know that is the issue. It's about parents being involved in the education of their children. And that has been stolen. Three years later, Seaside, Oregon. The Oregon Adolescent Sexuality Conference, uh, which had been taking place for more than 20 years, was held. But after a Coin 6 News investigation in 2014, questions arose about the content provided to the teens and the tweens in attendance. When we say tweens, we're talking about kids younger than 13, so 11-year-olds. In 2015, Suzanne Gallagher volunteered to edit audio from a 2014 conference, the Seaside Conference, creating introductory clips with imagery exposing the controversial content to the local news. The organization responsible for hosting the Adolescent Sexuality Conference decided to cancel the 2015 event 
just one month before it was to be held in Seaside. Now, links to those news stories, there were, I think, four news stories. Links to those news stories have been refreshed in our website. Those are excellent news stories and will will give you a good picture of what was going on at that time. The decision to cancel was announced in an email obtained by Coin6 News following a series of investigations by the news station into the subject and content of the conference that included teens and tweens from schools around the state. In 2015, Parents' Rights in Education established a tax-deductible nonprofit corporation with a focus and emphasis on education. So something else of note, right around that time in 2016, in the spring, two mid-level Obama administration bureaucrats issued a directive to all public school districts stating if transgender students were not allowed to use facilities matching their gender identity, the school is out of compliance with Title IX sex discrimination law. Now that letter was just that. It was a letter. It was a guidance, not a formal regulation. And it did not go through the typical lengthy review process, including required public input. The New York Times reported the letter, quote, contained the implicit threat that schools that do not abide by the Obama administration's interpretation of the law could face lawsuits or federal loss of aid, unquote. That was 2016. In 2017, in March, President Trump reversed the Obama administration's directive, which was a victory for people who just want to go to the bathroom with people of their same sex. When Dallas School District decided to allow a biological female, now we're talking Dallas, Oregon, decided to allow a biological female pretending to be a male to undress in the boys' locker room, Parents' Rights in Education drew the line. Our organization, along with Parents for Privacy, sued the Dallas, Oregon School District for the rights of individual students to privacy in respective locker and bath facilities while on the school campus. In November of 2017, that Dallas lawsuit was appealed to the Ninth Circuit. The next year, 2018, Lori Porter, founding executive director, resigned her post, turning her attention to family obligations, and Suzanne Gallagher stepped into the role. Gallagher spent eight months rebranding and creating a new website. She increased social media following by a thousand percent and set about growing the group's brand. In 2019, Pre hosted the first national speaker, Mary Hassan, author of a book titled Get Out Now, in May of that year. Pre created a chapter program and welcomed their very first chapter, Washington State, into the organization. Pre also launched the Parents' Rights in Education Proclamation, naming November Parents' Rights in Education Month. In 2020, March, Safe Schools Summit was canceled by the order of the Oregon governor and subsequently rescheduled four times. 
times. Amazing. We finally held it in May of 2021. Parents Rights Now, a biweekly podcast was launched in May of 2020, declaring parents' rights in education a national crisis. In July, Parents' Rights in Education called for parents to unenroll their children to avoid mandatory all-day mask issues. Parents' Rights in Education proclamation naming November Parents' Rights in Education Month was promoted once again in 2020. Every year, we celebrate Parents' Rights in Education Month. In 2021, Pre-Political Action Committee endorsed candidates for the first time for school boards and other positions. The Northwest Safe Schools Summit was held in May of that year, finally, and that was during the mandatory indoor masking and threat of vaccinations without parent permission. With the increased attention to curriculum during school closures and online learning, parents became acutely aware of controversial curriculum. They attended school board meetings, voicing their opposition, and were met with cold stares, stoic responses, and unfair limits on public comment. The Biden administration called parents domestic terrorists and told Merrick Garland, head of the Judicial Department, to go after them. That year, 2021, Parents' Rights in Education launched their My Child is Not Your Guinea Pig campaign and once again named November Parents' Rights in Education Month. In 2022, this year, we are experiencing another year of increasing political turmoil. So it was time to reactivate the pre-board by recruiting new members, including Ginger Larkham, Chairman Jennifer Heine Withy of Washington State, Secretary, and Art Highland, Oregon, Treasurer. The National Safe Schools Summit in late July, early August was scheduled to accommodate three timelines, school calendars, election cycles, and legislative calendars. So what do we have in the works for our future goals? Exciting, exciting things. I'll be sharing that with you in upcoming podcasts. This is Suzanne Gallagher, and this is Parents' Rights Now. Please check your show notes for links pertinent to this podcast. Oh, and one last thing. It would be so, so great if you could help us out financially as well. You know, we have ongoing expenses every month and we're growing, growing like crazy. And uh, we do give assistance to all of our chapters. They can uh, ask people in their various states to contribute. So you might want to consider that if there is a chapter in your state. Uh, you can indicate that you prefer for the money to go directly to the state. 
And Pre keeps 20% of that and 80% goes to the chapters to help them with their expenses for printing, etc. A lot of them are putting on events. We encourage them to do that. And so this helps them to grow and to take action. And um, anyway, just go to the donate page on our website, parentsrightsined.org. Thanks much.